Good morning, good day, or good evening. My name is Eli Rowe, and this is the Middle-Aged Witch Podcast. Hello, and welcome to Autumn. Witches, here we are. We're ready to party. This is witch season. It's our time to shine. Um, We also have the full harvest moon in Aries. That's tomorrow. Should be a lot of fire energy in the air. So, you know, let's try and keep a level head. Um, If it can't be helped, then whatever. We try, right? You know, Aries energy is really intense. It's outspoken. It encourages us to advocate for ourselves and for anyone else who could use the support. So if our tempers get heated or if we find ourselves in a disagreement, well, it's just unfortunate, but it will blow over quickly. We're going to be fine. So with that warning, let's go to an email. And this one is from a witch who wrote in response to the air magic episode from last week. Every year during the Lunasa slash Maybon season, I experience the same physical symptoms. This condition keeps me from home and from work for a couple of days and is noticeable for several weeks. Doctors have run many tests and can't find any quote unquote real abnormalities, at least nothing they can treat. This time, I'm using the little bit of energy during sick days to listen to my favorite teachers and use my own intuition to cleanse my home, my body, mind, and spirit. It seems to be helping. I don't smoke cleanse indoors, but I do so outdoors or outside my exterior doors. In the past, I have blessed these areas with patchouli after clearing. Is there something more specific to the air... Mu- air- <laughs> to the air element that you would recommend? Um, well, yeah, if you've uh, ruled out any health or environmental issues and you know you can't do smoke cleansing indoors for whatever reason, there are uh, some air magic options you could try. Cleansing with sound is a possibility. If there's a chime or a singing bowl or a tuning fork, etc., that falls within a certain frequency range that you find soothing or healing, you might consider that as an option. Um, maybe even search YouTube for healing frequencies and you know see if you can find any videos that resonate with you. Um, and once you find a frequency or a tone that soothes you, um, you can use that info to find a bell or you know singing bowl, a chime, something in that same frequency range that you can use with meditation or while relaxing. Um, and there was also a message after last week's episode asking specifically about using sound as air magic. And I, I didn't even touch sound um, during last week's episode. However, but um, I I have gone through that uh, in a very old episode from like two years ago, where we covered air magic as well. And, you know, it's just not possible or practical to know um, every episode back to front for myself or definitely not for anyone else. Um, But I do try really hard not to rehash the same subject matter when I can avoid it. So, even though that is um, a huge part of um, air magic, or at least it can be, I didn't get to it because I'd already covered it in the past. So again, yes, sound magic is air magic. It's very effective. 
Um, that's, you know, why frequencies work, certain frequencies. Um, but I didn't talk about it last week. I talked about it a long time ago. Because there's just so much to talk about when it comes to magic. It's basically, you know, this unlimited well of information. So I find myself trying to find the balance of disseminating as much information as I can without repeating myself any more than I can help it. But, you know, if somebody hasn't listened to every episode, there's just going to be some information that falls through the cracks. So with that said, long story short, too late. Um, we talked about sound as air magic in a previous air magic episode, and you can find transcripts of all the episodes on the website, middleagedwitch.com. And this week is fire magic. And we have definitely talked about fire magic before. So whatever we don't get to today um, may have already been found in previous episodes. So if you're still hungry for fire magic info when we close this episode out, um, you can find it there. And in fact, uh, down in the episode description, uh, I will include links to the previous fire magic episode. And um, I'll include the sex magic episode in there too. So to begin, fire magic. This is more than just candle spells. Although candle spells are a huge part of the sort of typical fire magic that we perform, but beyond that, cauldron magic, cooking magic, a lot of aspects of kitchen magic, um, ritual bonfires, and so on, all super fire magic. Burning sigils, a really effective way to put our intentions into motion. You know, you just create a simple design that means something very specific to ourselves and we draw it out or we paint it and then maybe we sleep on it for a few nights. Maybe we charge it in the moonlight. Maybe we anoint it with ritual oil and then uh, we release the spell, we release its meaning and its power into the universe by burning that sigil. And while we generally use fire magic, when we're trying to really jumpstart our manifestations quickly, we can also use it for any kind of spell work we do for intentions related to action, you know, ambition, any kind of a destruction or a defense, um, motivation, uh, purpose, you know, sexuality, obviously. Um, inspiration, creativity, creation, and, you know, leadership. These are all very fire dominant intentions. And so what this means for our spell work and our intentions is that we can use the element of fire in any number of ways to like hurry up and get our intentions out there into the universe so that we can begin to receive our manifestations with as little delay as possible. And I think this is why, um, at least in in large part, this is why candle spells are really popular. You know, they're versatile because you can literally carve any intention or any message right into the wax. And they're pretty straightforward because you can carve and then dress your candle and you just burn it. It doesn't require a lot of pomp and circumstance. Um, and they're great for established witches and for witches who are brand new to the craft, who might feel, you know, a little overwhelmed or like, you know, maybe they lack the confidence to try a more intricate or involved kind of spell or ritual. Um, 
And as we always say, magic doesn't have to be complicated. It can be very simple and candle magic is very simple. And finally, candle spells just work so darn quick, you know, and there's just this intensity to fire magic. It can certainly be destructive. It's definitely not the kind of work that we can just do frivolously, I would say, um, because it is literally and figuratively playing with fire in a lot of instances. So while it's the element that we are probably most likely to use when we perform spell work, that doesn't mean that we can or should throw careless spell work just out into the ether. Don't panic if you've done it. We all have. Um, but you know, it's just, it, it bears consideration and it just bears some responsibility and some care. But again, even if we're not working a spell with actual literal fire, we can incorporate fire magic elements into a mojo bag or a poppet or any other kind of non-fire related spell. So we still get the benefits of that fire magic hotness. So for example, I could make a mojo bag for a sex spell and not burn it, but still include fire magic by including some herbs or stones that have deep fire correspondences. So let's go through some examples of that really quickly here. So herbs with fire correspondences are going to include basil, um, a lot of flowers, um, you know, carnation, chrysanthemums, um, sunflowers, marigolds, uh, and then, you know, other herbs like vervain and dill and fennel and garlic. And then uh, maybe not herbs necessarily, but other plants could include, you know, nettle and nutmeg, um, peppers, anything spicy pretty much is fire magic. So also, you know, ginger, cinnamon, clove, those really warming herbs and spices, you know, cumin, um, high John the Conqueror root, um, and, you know, like thistle. So um, then crystals and stones that act, uh, that invite the magic of fire, um, we would think maybe tiger's eye, um, topaz, smoky quartz, um, sunstone, orange calcite, red calcite, citrine, and pyrite. So, you know, if you're working a spell and you want to give it the intensity of fire magic, the fast burn quality, the action-oriented nature of fire, just include as many of those elements as you can. It's going to really help to support those intentions. And we can use color magic too to help us. So, you know, your reds, golds, oranges, yellows, um, gold, and then even pink as a variation of red and as a color that is associated very heavily with love and lust and sex. So, you know, including colored candles or, you know, if you're making a mojo bag using um, a colored mojo bag um, in a color that supports your, your intention there. And then, of course, finally, we cannot have a fire magic episode without including a fire magic ritual oil recipe. And this one is the sex magic oil. And once again, this is the same recipe that I sell in the Etsy shop. This is legit the recipe that I personally use. And it works very, very well as a massage oil 
first of all. So please do keep that in mind as long as you're not allergic to anything that's in it. Um, otherwise, it's an excellent oil for anointing your candle work, your sigils, your spell bags, yourself, so on and so forth. And to make it, we're going to begin um, with a couple ounces of coconut oil. I prefer to use fractionated coconut oil because it stays in liquid form at room temperature. But if you don't have that or if you're allergic to coconut, you can certainly substitute mineral oil or, you know, a vitamin E oil, almond oil, just whatever your preference is. That's just the carrier. So to that, we are going to add a few drops each of the following essential oils. And I do recommend here that you use therapeutic grade or cosmetic grade essential oils um, because if you use fragrance oils you're not actually getting any of the plant matter because fragrance oils are um, lab made but anyway you're going to include these oils lavender for happiness um, just a few drops to your two ounces or so of carrier oil and then vanilla oil for lust and then jasmine oil for just love and playfulness which I think is really crucial in a sexual relationship. It can't be so goddamn bone deep serious all the time. We've got to have a little levity there. It's important to keep things a little roguish, a little kittenish, a little frolicky. So anyway, we're going to combine all of these oils together, but we're not going to apply heat. You know, the last two episodes we did ritual oil recipes and we, we used heat. We're not using that for this because we don't want to, um, uh, burn off any of our essential oils. Uh, so we're going to bottle the oils up and I like to add a piece of rose quartz to the bottle itself for two reasons. Um, one, it will support our intentions for this oil, which is to facilitate sexual magic and sexual energy. And then secondly, it helps to ensure that the oils are well mixed, um, you know, when you shake the bottle up before using it. And anyway, this oil works really well for all your sex magic needs. You can anoint a candle for a sex spell. You can warm it up and use it as massage oil um, in a sex magic ritual, either alone or with a friend. And you can anoint a sex magic sigil and so on. And please remember that when I say sex magic, we can use sex separately to the intention of the ritual itself to intensify the results of literally any kind of spell. So if you're doing a spell to find a new job, you can give it some fire magic by including a sex ritual into the work. Again, either alone or with a friend, engaging in ritual sex at the point of climax, focusing on sending those intentions out into the universe to be put into motion sex magic is strong because fire magic is strong it's a huge transference of energy so no matter what kind of spell we're working on we can give it some extra power by including a sex ritual top tip and you can use this ritual sex magic oil which is loaded with fire magic correspondences to intensify your results so just keep that in mind it's just easy. It's just such an easy way to really give a lot more power to your work. So there we go. Join me next week for the final installment of the Elemental Magic episodes in which we will cover water magic. Love it. Thank you for joining me today. 
Have a lovely, lovely full moon and a beautiful weekend. My name is Eli Rowe, and this has been the Middle-Aged Witch Podcast. may our troubles be less and our blessings be more and nothing but happiness come through our door information presented is the author's opinion and does not constitute any health or medical advice. The content of this podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes only and is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any condition or disease. Please seek advice from your healthcare provider for your personal health concerns. Mm-hmm.